breakfast, Jade? <laughs> I'd uh, avocado on toast for breakfast. You're so healthy. Get out of town. <laughs> Good girl. What did you have for breakfast, Leon? I had and uh, blueberries. I think that's so disgusting. <laughs> no, I, I recommend people eat avocado. I think like no, avocado is wicked. But it, it feels tasteless to me. It's it, like yeah. You need salt and pepper on it. Right, right. Yeah. You need to. All right, cool. That's what it's seasoning. Because I was just like, when I had it for the first time, I was like, I don't get it. I used to hate it. Like, yeah, literally it. hate it. The one day I was like, oh no, it's the truth. And I put cayenne pepper on it as well. Because I'm um, like that. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but okay. Hi. Hi I'm, Akur- I'm good. I'm Akur Jamfi, founder of the British Blacklist, <laughs> <clears throat> and also a mother, um, a queen an activist, a philanthropist, a carpenter, a scientist, and a hairdresser, and a producer, an editor, I think worldly wise woman, and inspiration to many, and um, literally inspiration to, actually inspiration to the whole global race, to be honest. And a plagiarist. Okay. <laughs> what else do you, don't you own a... a company something like that oh yeah, yeah i co okay. I, oh, okay. I, co- I said the british blacklist didn't i oh, did you which is a fantastic platform the best you've ever seen we celebrate <laughs> black creators all over the place and just doing everything brilliant because i'm brilliant and also i co-founded this thing that i'm doing now with this guy who's going to introduce himself <laughs> i am hi guys i'm leon main i am a writer and producer also a philanthropist the first philanthropist copycat uh, <laughs> carpenter this carpenter thing that's what's got me we'll get into it <laughs> don't worry <laughs> um vaccine conspirator huh. um, or against no i'm for the vaccine i just don't know whether it's come this quickly i, I don't you're for it right you don't and it's not okay go no on. i mean i'm as in i'm for it being created i just don't know whether it's that quick. i don't know i don't know and marvin Gaye impersonator marvin Gaye impersonator <laughs> dancer Hey, sculptor. Hey, Taylor. What? What did you make last week? What clothes have you made ever? So during lockdown, I created a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this can we complete? It's a bit serious, isn't it? Seriously? No, I know. I I also run a production company called BWG Limited, um, and we're the greatest to ever do this. And also, I co-created the circle with this woman to my left. We wanted to create it because a queer. Why was it always me? Because we wanted to celebrate people even further. Black and brown people doing good things. That in the arts, in film and TV, and we're not allowed to do anything else because Leon thinks he's the boss. The patriarchy, he's one oh. of it. He <laughs> should have said, you're an anti-woman. Wow, 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 wow. wow. Anyway, this but, will be edited out. <laughs> um, and we are joined, because we do like to celebrate British, black, wonderful creatives. Absolutely. And we are joined by somebody today. Please introduce yourself and take note of the accolades that we have dropped. Wow. And if you can't match them, make them up like Leon does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could match either of you. Even the, even the ones that were true. Um, I am Jade Anuka. I am an actor, poet, writer, and amazing woman. I mean, that's Amen. fair. You see the carpenter business. Like, it's what we kind of get into. This is what I need to ask, yeah. <laughs> so, like, sure. basically, have you ever put something together from Ikea or any other places that sell yeah. and send flat pack things? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. So there you go. So I'm a carpenter. You're a, You're carpenter. a carpenter. Simple. Exactly. That's yeah, it. I'm getting on a CV then. 
That's what I'm saying. Put it down. You never know. On set, you might need to be like, oh, we need another chippy. There you go. I'm right, a yeah. But I think, you know, for you to get to the next level, you right. have to do it without instructions. That's I've done that like. many times. Yeah. I don't need the instructions, to be honest. I tear them up. <laughs> you know what I actually did the other day? I saw the piece of P- um, MDF. What? And I, and I sealed it. You know, the bath, you know, on the side of a bath you got there. Whatever yeah, that's called. Yeah. And I sealed it, put it in, sealed it in, cut it down to size. I'm, what's that you, make me? You're making sure you're a carpenter. You're an elite carpenter. You're, you're actually, a carpenter. actually a carpenter. Actually a carpenter. Yeah. You're at, cause you actually yeah. used a saw. Yeah. I saw a saw. It was crazy. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, my estimation of you has gone up. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually an actual carpenter. I've been sitting next to this Ford for time. And now wow. I've met a real carpenter. Cut down a tree before. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, anyway, Jade. Hi, 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 hi. Where's your surname from? Anuka. Do you know what? It's actually made up. What? Really? Yeah. Well, it's it's a, it's officially my middle name. Okay. My dad made it up because that's to my dad. No, no, no. That's that's that's. <laughs> a, I want to know more. <laughs> Do you know what? Like, it's funny because like my dad's Jamaican and his surname, which is my real surname, is not mm. the same surname as his mum, his dad, or okay. his brother. Okay. So what is so that surname sort of doesn't have any meaning. I think that was just the guy down the road who registered him. Wow. That's his surname. Do you know what I mean? So I sort of I've never been attached to it. And also I was I hated being it's basically it's Walker. Proper Caribbean surname. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and um I was like, I'm not attached to that name. Yeah. I don't like being at the bottom of the register. So I thought <laughs> you go with Anuka. <laughs> Anuka's cool. I was gonna try and place some um African heritage on it. I was thinking, what, are you Nigerian or something? Yeah, a lot of people think, because it's similar it's, to a lot yeah. of Nigerian names, but it actually isn't. Mm. I mean, you look Caribbean if there's a look. So I was, I was like, what's the mix-up? Where's the crossover or something like mm. Okay, so how are you doing? I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm good. You're in Oslo, right? I'm in Oslo. Why are you in Oslo? Why am I here? I'm filming a new Nordic HBO show. Ooh, HBO. And Nordic. Everyone's eyes just lit up in the room as soon as they heard it. No, but and also the word Nordic that makes it absolutely stellar. Yeah. Upper class and <laughs> well written and well made. <laughs> <laughs> it's second season of the show and they brought some Brits in, but it's not shown in the UK. In fact, it's not shown anywhere out of any Nordic countries. So Brit. Oh. What? Nah. I had to like beg them to show me the first season to be like, what am I getting myself involved in? So, so then why did you say yes to it? Because she saw it. Because sometimes it's, no, but I saw it, it was good. And sometimes it's good to have shows that you just do, pocket, put it to the side, no one needs to watch it. It's all it's good. It's fair. a job. It's I'll, fair. I'll find it. I'll find Leon's going to find it because he's, <laughs> he's onto these things. It makes, he likes to drop it into dinner parties and say, yes, I watched this Nordic show. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's very, very, very stellar. So um, go on then, this starts the first proper question. Oh, first proper question. So, Jade, um, what was it that made you want to get into the industry? Wow. Do you know what made me go? That's a good question because I didn't start acting to get into an industry. I didn't even realize when I started acting that there was an industry for it. Like, okay. I just enjoyed performing when I was little. I got sent to a, like a Saturday school, performing arts school, basically because I stopped doing athletics because I moved house mm-hmm. and I had too much energy. And my mum wanted me out of the house, right? So this Saturday school started and that meant I was there for, I don't know, like four hours every weekend. So I went there and I enjoyed it and I just kept doing that. And then when I was at, and because I enjoyed that, I started taking like drama for like GCC. I then took drama for A-level and my drama teacher went, do you know about National Youth Theatre? And I was like, no. 
anyway, so they, the school got me a scholarship and I went to National oh. Youth there. Yeah, and then I went there and all of these people were at my age talking about doing acting as a job, like as a career. I didn't think that was, I thought we should just, we were just having fun, <laughs> like playing. And then I was like, oh, rah, I can actually do this as a job. So let me investigate this. Then I tried to do it. But yeah, I didn't get into acting for the industry. I got into acting for the, for the play a bit. So where, where are you from? Where are you from? Southeast London. What's, what's that, the Peckham? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so you see, you've got all of London and then you've got the really cool bit. Is that oh, oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I see. <laughs> <clears throat> I see. You've got like a West London and a, I don't even know what, where you live now. Oh. Born and bred in North and then now reside in East, but I'm still North. I'm still feel North. Yeah. I mean, I, I cut me and I guess I bleed a little bit of South, but I'm now a West Londoner. Everyone's from South. It's just... Everyone who's anyone is what you meant to yeah. say. Yeah, the South breeds people, <sighs> peoples. But um, so like, so you're from South, South East. How much of an influence has your upbringing or and your surroundings had on your, like, on you? And I suppose if Mum was like, "Get out of the house, you're too noisy," <laughs> whatever. Was your mum, did she even have an inkling that, oh, actually, she's got a little bit of talent there? I think it was less that they were like, oh, she's got talent, and more like, oh, you're really into this, aren't you? And I just, I put my mind to something and I do it, and I've always done that as a kid. And I think when I set my sights on doing this, they, were sort of, they couldn't hold me back. And I think it was more that, and, but they were so supportive. Like, I would find some job where I have to travel to West London or something to do every weekend. And, mm -hmm. you know, my mum was amazing. She would have come with me on the train and with my little baby sister as well. And they probably supported me, but they knew, like, I would do that. Like, if it meant doing all my homework and doing all the chores before 11 so I can go, I would do it. And they were like, oh, she's into this. So, yeah. So you started off doing stage or did you start doing? Yeah. No, stage. When did you get um, did you have that tra transition, I guess, from stage to screen? quite late actually I did a lot of stage and obviously drama school uh, my drama school really only prepared me for stage it didn't really have much tv training in at all mm. and so after that I signed up to the actor center to do acting mm. for camera sessions because I was like I feel I got to the, for these auditions I don't know what I'm doing so I started doing like little bits like law and order was my first tv job which was great because we filmed it in Greenwich so I was like well happy because obviously Southeast London and then I just started doing little bits um like little scene here and there Doctor Who da -da. but my first like reoccurring role was in trauma which was only not even that long ago it was probably about maybe five years ago so like that. yeah maybe five years ago and that's quite late into it all and that was my first time I was like in a role that kind of had a journey mm. the thing is that looking at your cv of work you've stayed working from stage to screen you stayed working but it's like I don't know you even I know of you are you purposely out of the limelight or I do think like if you haven't done that much screen stuff people don't know mm. I think like theatre it depends on what you're watching do you know what I mean and I've done I've done a lot of theatre and I think yeah. people that go and see a lot of theatre probably have seen me in something and maybe they haven't known but also, I've done a lot of Shakespeare. <laughs> so unless yeah. you're going out to see Shakespeare, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> that, that, that's fair. But do you like? Do you stay? Do you stay under the, under the radar? Do you like? I, I'd like to have an interview, please. Thank you. Uh, it's funny because I think well, we've like more recently I've started doing kind of interviews and press stuff, but yeah. that sort of feels to come hand in hand with TV or screen stuff anyway or film. But with theatre, I've never really. It's never really been something that I've thought of. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. 
and not to put you on a spot in terms of like what's better, I don't think there is one that is better, but do you feel like now that you're kind of into the screen space that you would do more screen or do you don't mind going back to theatre? I think I would love to do like a piece of theatre, a bit of theatre every year. I can't step away from it. I think there's something about it that's really addictive and that was something that I really love, but theatre doesn't pay the rent. Like, Wow. Okay, first of all, what is it that makes that, that is so addictive? What is it? Oh, it's something about, I think it's about the live aspect of it yeah, yeah, yeah. and the thing like you could fail, like you could flop and there's nothing you can do. You're on stage, everyone's watching you. And yeah. I kind of like that. Like it's a, the adrenaline of that. Like it's, and it's just so different with TV and film. You, you can get another go. Yeah, I hear you. It's adrenaline. I get that. I get that. Look at you. You failed on, you just flopped. It's your turn. <laughs> he literally arts the stage of the screen you shame look at you green, green is for go <laughs> no but i literally just asked an extended part of your questions and then you should pick up from me don't try it <laughs> <laughs> so um i feel also also feel because you said you've done lots of shakespeare and the roles you've taken on screen they've not been race specific not necessarily race stories or anything is that um, something that you've like, I'm not doing anything that's about anything to do with anything, or you've just been, I don't know if lucky is the word, you've just had a wider range of scripts come your way. Would you be in a top boy or a something? I would, I would love to be. Like, it's, it's funny, actually, because I, I feel something recently that I can't actually talk about, but I know I can't, don't even ask me. But basically, wait, 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 wait no. Oh, no. But there's no 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 because that's on that's on the record. Fine, it's fine. fine. Go on, go on. If you're to... talking about small acts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's not it. I actually am in small acts. I know, I, I know a little bit. But that wasn't what I was talking about. No, right, okay. that's what I thought. But it's I always find it's I find I find it mad because it's it's been such a rarity for me. Apart from that film, and then maybe I did a show at the National Moon on a Rainbow Shore, which is yeah, set in Trinidad. Um apart from that, yeah, I've not done any shows where the I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think now, but like it, this part was written for a black person, for example. Yeah. It's definitely not a decision that I've made, but I have relished like the roles where I have broken people's expectations. So like in the all-female Shakespeare trilogy, yes. like, playing like things that are historically male roles or like Queen Margaret, played Queen Margaret. Obviously everyone's expecting her to be white girl. And yeah. I, I, I rock up and I kind of like that as well but it's not like i go out for that and say i'm not going to be i don't want to be in a show with loads of black people or i don't want to be in top boy like i might i want to be in a show that's all about south london like that yeah, where's that yeah you know what i mean i want to be i want to be in a show that's like represents my world as well but you got to take them jobs and also sometimes the roles just the roles that i've seen that i just aren't as good yeah sure. i was gonna say um you see this thing about shakespeare and reimagining them and repurposing them, especially with an all-black cast and all-woman cast. In a time of being in this space, sometimes it pisses me off because sometimes I feel like it's a bit of a, we need to do Shakespeare to validate how brilliant we are because Shakespeare is the top, top, top uh, writer and mm. theater, you know, icon of theatre. And I sometimes feel like 
I don't want to see a all black this and all black that to prove that we're good because we can do our own plays. But that's yeah. just me having to be in my bonnet. No, I hear you. And I like, it's interesting because I think the year before we did our Julius Caesar was mm. the all black Julius Caesar at the RSC. And yeah. I had problems. I had problems. I have problems with that. Okay. And I think especially at an institution like the RSC, like, okay, we'll allow these black people to do these roles as yeah. long as everyone is black and it's in a black world. And oh gosh, imagine a world like this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, but I do think what we did with the all-female version was actually very different. And actually, okay. we didn't just say, oh, imagine a world where there were just women and no men. We went further than that. And we set, I mean, it was quite extreme. It was set in an all-female prison. So, and it was inmates putting on a play. And it's like, okay, that could happen now. And there was a real point about going, okay, these are the words and the plays that are lauded and like put up so high, like, oh, Shakespeare, it's the most amazing yeah. thing, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, let's put it in the mouths of the people that are the most unheard of, unlistened to. Yeah. Let's put it in the mouth of female inmates, like most of whom shouldn't even actually really be in prison. Let's put it into their mouths and then go, and then suck on that. And you know what, when we first did it, the paper slated us. Did they? I was slated. Everyone was saying, because we didn't have makeup on and we're all in like grey trackies. They were like, look at you, like they didn't get, like, women. I thought we were come to see a woman do Shakespeare. I don't know, uh, I don't know what, what this is. It was well, you in weaves and heels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know what they expected. And we didn't give them that. But then, all power to the director and the producers, they went, do you know what? Let's do two more. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. And by the time we did the third one, all them same papers were like, oh, five stars, amazing, amazing. It's like, yeah. oh man, it's, it just, you've just outed yourselves, man. Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned the one you can mention, you were in a small X, which is doing really well over here. We love the first two episodes. We're insane. Have you seen the first two episodes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have my ways. <laughs> and you're going to be in an episode called Education. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? Do you know what? I heard that Steve was doing these shows like time ago. Time ago I heard. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I was obviously straight onto my agent, like, okay, I have to, like, it's not even about giving me a part, just let me be seen for a part. Yeah. Like, let me be seen for, I have to, like, come on, this can't, this can't pass me by. Anyway, suddenly, I'm seeing people, I'm filming for the first one, because they weren't filmed in the order that it's on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, wait, wait a minute, I haven't even had any, there's been no sniff, no thing. Luckily, somehow, this audition pops up go in and it's not a big part but steve's there and i first of all I had to tape actually tape send it in and then went in met steve and gary davy who cast it and did my thing and then they yeah they said you got the thing what was your conversation like with steve your first conversation like with him <laughs> he was asking like about my heritage my background and okay. I was, you know i'm jamaican and trinidadian my background and we were talking about that and talking about how I was saying like when I read the script you know what I read I was saying that just how much feels very recognizable yeah Mm. even in my lifetime yeah alone when it was set like these things are so important and that that episode man I mean they're all they all have their own hard-hitting things and but that episode I was like wow we are haven't moved on enough (laughs) So I was going to say, I've seen education. I was trying to quickly um, remind myself oh, of the actress. Well, do I make the cut? No, even now, yeah. Um, I can't actually remember. I'm not going to tell you. Because you see, it's quid pro quo. You tell me your secrets, I'll tell you mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, the truth is, 
that scene, I mean, I don't know how Steve works. So some directors like never overshoot. So they, everything they shoot is in. And some <laughs> directors overshoot, right? My section is very succinct. It could easily be in or out. So who knows? Do but you know what? I was still there and I worked with him. So that's the thing. That's, I mean, that's, that's, I'd wear that forever. I'd dine exactly. on that forever. But exactly. what was it like? Cause, and you said it was um, recognisable and it is very timely. And it's actually a shame that we still get these things that happen because basically um, education explores just the bad treatment of black children in schools. What was it like actually being a part of something that's so historical and monumental to British black history and the fact that it's documented um, through the arts, which is something that hasn't been done on screen, screen arts, I should say. Yeah, it felt so important. Yeah. And I honestly felt an immense amount of like pride and a privilege to be part of it. Like it felt very much like, oh, it wasn't just, oh, I've got a gig. This is a good gig to have got. Yeah. It felt like, oh my gosh, I get to be part of this. And watching those first two episodes as well, I'm like, how cool that I've got a little bit of in this, which I think will go down in history, definitely. Dark section now. Oh my gosh. Uh-oh. Yes. What, what is the worst no you've ever had? <laughs> <laughs> the worst I can think of so many bad let me uh the worst no gosh I don't know what's worse but there's some bad ones have been like I don't feel it you, you put your heart out there on the floor mm. and I don't feel it and also maybe yeah you just I feel like you're I feel like you're you're doing too much that always hurts is that, is that a theater audition no do you know what in an audition I've been quite lucky, actually, in that all the bad things are said after I leave the room. Oh, okay. <laughs> do, you get the, do you feel? <laughs> do you feel? The, do you feel like when an audition is going bad? Do you, like what do you do when you feel like an audition is going bad? Just get it done, get out of here. Seriously. Yeah, that, yeah. Because on TV or on, again on TV, because that's real. Uh, they show that the okay, can I just do it again? Okay, just give me one more chance. There's always the character always is begging for that extra chance and does it again and just continues to flop. It de- okay, it depends on like if I think I've done a bad job, but I yeah. can do it better and I do want to work with them, then yeah, I'll be like, can I please just try it again? Or I might say, like, yeah, I just want to try it again in a different way. Okay. But <laughs> most of the time when it's when it's gone when an audition's gone bad, it's because there's there's some disconnect between myself and the director or whoever's Uh, on the other side. And then I'm like, well, do, especially if it's a director, then it's like, well, do I want to work with this person? Like, Hmm. we should always remember that if you get this job, you're going to have to work with them. So in that room, you got, there's got to be something about them that you feel like you can work with as well. And I think that's something I've learned later on. It's not just like, I need the job. Yeah, because I was going to say, that's something I've never even heard of. Actually, I never thought about in an audition, you could have autonomy. What is word autonomy the word to um be like yeah you're a dodgy director mate i don't want to work with you so yeah, yeah. Wh- i probably wouldn't say it in the room but no i know <laughs> yeah. but i would definitely on my call my agent after and be like by the way yeah. i don't know about that one okay that's interesting i never knew that the director's presence could be felt like that in audition in that way to even give an inkling of that this could go totally shitty wrong if i get this yeah i think it's 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 harder sometimes well in theatre, you always meet the director and they tend to like direct you as well in the room. Okay. The theatre auditions. With TV and also now that everything's on tapes, you sometimes don't even get to meet the director. Sure. Or like it's just a casting director. So it is difficult because the casting director isn't going to be there when you're working. So, but I think if you do get, I, I always feel it, it's a privilege when I get to audition with the director. So like I was very surprised that Steve was there. I didn't think he would be there for a small role. And I relish that because then I, 
could talk to him, I could find out, just get a little idea, get a gut feeling about the director and he could direct me and I could, okay, this is what it might be like a little bit. Sure. Upset. Okay, we'll flip it. What's the most rewarding yes? The most rewarding yes. Do you know what I've had? Do you know the one that I always think about is Moon on a Rainbow Shore. And the reason is I, at that point, I was very, very much a jobbing actor, hardly working, doing, doing low, bare other jobs to just to pay the rent. And I would go onto every theatre's website as soon as the show was announced and then call my agent. Mm -hmm. I was that annoying one. Be like, if it was right for me. And I saw the day that The National announced that show, I looked, I literally looked, at, I saw the name, I saw the picture and was like, that looks like Caribbean, that. Mm. Went online, got the, ordered the play, read the play the next day and was like, right, it's set in Trinidad and there's a part that I definitely could play. Mm. And then after that, it was all about, I went to, I went to, obviously my, my agent, I said, you have to get me in the room. I wrote a letter to Michael Buffon, who wow. was directing it. I yeah. wrote a letter to Wendy Spawn, who was head of casting. Wow. I wrote their letters, all basically saying, I am Trinidadian. <laughs> I need to be in this play. Like, if you just give me an audition, I'll prove to you. Like, literally. And I was like, it's not about getting a job. It's about giving me a chance. Because I, I read that piece and was like, I can play that role. I knew I could. Yeah. And I put all that work in. And then I got the audition. And then when I got it, I, it felt so sweet. And also just felt really special because like, my family aren't in this business. But like when I told them I was doing this play set in Trinidad, like, oh, they were so oh. happy. They were so happy. And like when the extended fam come out, the extended fam came out to watch this one. Yeah, yeah it was special. Hold on. So can you just clarify what year? Because you're saying writing letters like it was in 1841. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I don't know why I'm even saying letters. Do you know what? The craziness of it is that I may have posted it because I might not have had their direct email. Fair. But if you put their name on it, it's going to them, isn't it? But now, what year was that? 2014, 2012 it was. Yeah, because I remember, it must have been in the early days of British I remember the play being about, but maybe us not being big enough to get press. So, we've been on a long journey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I just asked. The green is for girl. No. <laughs> I asked an extended question. All right. So you you also started in a um cleaning up, right? Yeah. That series did pretty well. And your character was Jess. So Jess was struggling to make ends meet and she was a cleaner. How did you see the beauty in that character and not maybe have any reservations about being a black actress playing a struggling black cleaner? First of all, the character wasn't black, as in Ah, okay. It wasn't a black, so it was never written as black a character, which I actually thought was a good thing. Is that yeah. they didn't write it going, "Oh, we we better put a black character." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And struggling, but also I was like, "She is <laughs> what is? <laughs> How did I find a beauty? Mm, did I find a beauty? <laughs> Who the hell knows?" Um, it was a good job to do. Do you know what though? I'm going to be honest with you. When I took that job. Nowhere in my heart, mind, soul, anywhere was I thinking, oh, struggling black woman. Okay. That didn't come into my thing because all I was thinking of is, right now I'm a struggling black woman if I take this <laughs> job. <laughs> but then when you do, when, you know, when you're into it, then actually I was like, there's more to it actually. And she's the good one. <laughs> she's yeah, the yeah, yeah. one with the pure heart and the, and the kind soul. And actually, unfortunately, that is taken advantage of. But like... I thought she was so kind of person that 
I think people should want to be like. Yeah. Even though that might that might people might take advantage of that, I don't think I still feel like you should be that kind of person, and the kind of person that wants to do things right and wants to do it the right way. So there was the beauty. There's the beauty. <laughs> I I um sorry to say that I never watched Cleaning Up. Is there a new? Is there? Is it's it fine. Like, you can watch it on BritBox now. Yeah. Is Ooh, it only controversial BritBox? Has anyone signed up to BritBox? No, I got a free. I got a free thing for it for like Have a couple you? of. Yeah, that, I think it was with EE. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you get free, so it was EE. Might be on ITV Hub as well, right? No. Oh, it might be because it went back on TV recently. Yeah, yeah, you got another season. I was gonna say, is there another season of it? No. Nah. I've been little... trying to like pretend like maybe, maybe it's not happening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're still booked. You're booked and paid because I know you've got Sean. You've got Zebra Girl. You've got the Dark Channel in production. How do you balance that? Because it looks like they're all coming out in like tomorrow. Like everything's coming out. I don't know what's going. Because yeah, well, they're all. It's quite different. So Sean hasn't been filmed. So it's all about trying to find dates and stuff. Okay. The other two have been their films. One of them's completed. The other one, I don't know if that's completed yet, but they're still work. They're being worked. So they're done. So okay. I'm waiting for that. It's hard, isn't it, with cinema now, especially with independence. Mm. Like, when is the right time to come out? And even now, like even the big stuff aren't, you know, are trying to wait until cinemas are back. So I don't know when they're gonna come out. But yeah, keep being busy. Would you prefer cinema over like maybe like a streaming service? It depends on the show, isn't it? Like. If you're doing some big multi-million, like big blockbuster show, then sometimes yeah. they, you want to see them big. But actually, if you're doing an indie show, I'm like, that's about like the heart of it mm. and the relationships. Then I kind of feel like I'm fine with watching that on my sofa. Mm. Yeah. Fair. So it's being on TV now a bigger deal than um, film. And because you've done a few films like, uh, was it Fisherman's Friend with Noel Clark and Last Christmas with some... Fancy people. <laughs> Amelia, yeah, Amelia, Cl- Amelia, thingy, Amelia Clark. Uh, yeah, Amelia Clark. Yep. From Game, Game of Thrones. Yep. Yeah, that's what yeah. I exactly know who that is, exactly <laughs> to the point. <laughs> um, so, do you care about film? Are you, are you trying to be a film star or is high end TV good enough for you and your Nordic self? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? When I was, when I was at Drumsman, I was thinking, what, what would be like the dream? I remember being like, I want to be in a three part BBC drama. Like, oh, wow. That was like, that was what I wanted to do. Like, I never really was like, but then on the other hand, I always wanted to be a superhero. Like, I wanted uh, to be like female Spider-Man. I can see it. Spider, Spider-Woman, Spider-Woman. But it depends, I think, for like, I would say there's three reasons. There's three reasons why you do a job, right? Or don't do a job. One is money. Mm-hmm. One is the creativity of mm-hmm. it. How much that, that pulls your heart or creativity juices. And the third one is career development. Okay. Mm-hmm. How it might push your career, your status further. For example, I always, I always think you need two to do a job, and if okay. you haven't got two, turn that job down. Okay. But like, so like, I'd love to do big films. Like, films are cool because they give you money and their career development, and yeah. especially like a big blockbuster. I don't know how creative it might be. I don't know, but I love the TV because I love the kind of drama of it. I love that the more intense intensity of it as well and these days tv are paying all right because of all the streaming platforms yeah for real. i was gonna say you see um west yeah. end and off west end it doesn't sound the same as broadway and off broadway just anyway but yeah. off west end and west end what do you prefer well the thing is i've done like one west end show oh is that like, it? Okay. yeah i've just done one uh which is dr faustus and 
the, the, this is the thing like if you're in a musical if you're a musical theater there's there's been west end and you can and they get paid if you're not in west end it's it's not enough really like it's good like fine don't sniff at it but it's not where you can't save do you know what i mean it's not yeah, that yeah. so i can't really compare on any level because i've only done one and most yeah, of my no. stuff has been off west end or fringe or out of london okay fair enough it's an interesting one you, you said you write as well right yeah all right cool all right you have an infinite budget you've got a first look deal with every channel on earth every <laughs> film company on earth if you could make any project what would you make and who would you cast in it Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um i definitely make something that i've written and probably something that i've co-written with someone that knows how to write screen stuff <laughs> but maybe like a story that I've got um, I don't know where I'd do it because I don't know who's listening and I want to work for you all do you know what I mean like how am I about to do that I'm not going to do that um, and who would I cast in it I, I mean there are so many amazing actors I don't even know how I, I mean I actually don't get the casting process I don't get how people do it I don't understand it in any way because if I was casting I would cast my friends, people that I know, people that I've worked with, and so I know firsthand how to work with, or do you know what I mean? So mm. I, they'd probably just be all the people that I've worked with that I've liked. Yeah. <laughs> That's very That's diplomatic. Politically correct answer. <laughs> Fantastic media trainer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> big, big. She's in an HBO Nordic. Oh God. Well, going to say so, and but you know, lockdown crappy you had a play that was supposed to go on at the kiln theater and it got postponed so what's happening with that and what happened with that is that the one that i posted about i've because my brain's disconnected yeah maybe so this is the uh, one woman play that i wrote okay myself. yeah and um the kiln i did it at the vault festival last year okay um and then it got picked up by well i i invited kate packenham to what to look at it and stuff and she's Kate Packenham for the people Kate, for the people then um Kate Packenham used to basically she was um a producer at the Donmar when I was doing the Shakespeare so I ended up knowing her for about six years yeah doing that and um she'd just gone uh, freelance so I was like well here's an idea here's a project you help me out with this um mm. she went to a few places but Indu at the kiln really liked it and yeah we were supposed to do it this summer it was all going to plan but then shit hit the fan and I don't know like I, I want to do it I want it to happen but it's hard because it's my first play I've never had a full play on it's a mm. one woman play and the theatre world is crazy unstable and no one knows yeah. what's going on so I just feel like I want it to happen but I want it to happen when people are going to come and see it you know if people aren't coming then what's the point mm. so you're not into this um, new um, digital stage reimagining reworking because a lot of people are doing sorry a lot of places are adapting their plays for digital consumption. I feel like if the play was written, and it's called Heart, right? It's about yeah. connection of hearts. And it was so written to be in a room full okay. of people. And I sort of feel like you want to be close to people as well, not even socially distanced. I want people to be feeling that, feeling the heartbeat of the next person. And I do feel like there is a life on screen for it. But in my mind, it should be it's live entity first and then it could maybe be adapted for different mediums all right a uh, question that we won't get a politically correct answer to if there is <laughs> we'll like, see. is there a project 
you know, in your whole lifetime that you wish, oh, I wish I was in that? So many. <laughs> Good, all right, fine. Finally. Oh my gosh, so many projects. Name five. Name five. Boy. Okay, I'm trying not to just say all the things I went out for that didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> but like, things like I didn't even get an audition for. I didn't get an audition for Top Boy. And I get it. Like, there's, not, there's a lot of boys in there. There's not that many females. <laughs> It is called Top Boy, so whatever, loud him. But no, not even a looking, not even a hiding. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know, things when I was growing up, like Youngers, which was all set in London. Like, it was yeah. set in South London, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. I feel like it was. London. Yes. And, I feel, and I'm pretending yes. that I really know, like, yes. Yeah, let's just say. Anyway, I was like, again, I was like, what? Why? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all of these shows that you were like, did you deliberately not do? Yeah. No, I think where was my call? Where was my audition? And then you've got, oh, they, I mean, there's so many things like, oh, I don't even, oh, I, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even think. Uh, big, also, there's big films as well. Like when you see, whenever I see a Brit abroad as well. Okay, come on, Black Panther. Where was my I mean, call? Yeah, to be yeah. fair, even I want to be in that. Yeah. I could have literally been one of the um, warriors. I mean, I had short hair, short no, I, I knew you were going to yeah. say. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah, me too. Look, requirement, that's what I'm saying. Mean? Requirement. We're not scared to shave our hair. Oh, we're not scared about that. I'll be in Dora oh. Milaje anytime. Got to do a lot of training, though. Do you know what as well? Do you know, what, do you know what is annoying? Yeah. No, I'm, I hope he just means that fighting training. Because I, 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 mean, I was that's about like, to... Oh, my god. Because I was like, what? Because women that, can't train. No, I was saying he was about to say women can't fight. No, he was just about to say, he was about to say that women can't fight or train. Wow. <laughs> That's what you wow. were about to say. The inception is crazy. <laughs> what were you well, going to say, Jane? No, but this is the thing. You don't, you wouldn't believe how much combat training I've done. Oh. I like did so much advanced training in quarter staff, rapier and dagger, unarmed, like all of these things. I had the training right there. Why are you? But then hold on. <laughs> so wait, wait, hold on. So in that, you like, did you hear about when it was filming and, get, you know, I remember hearing rumours, but I don't know exactly if it was like filming already. Or uh, like, but yeah, I remember it yeah. being like, this thing is happening. And I remember being like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> going on? Yeah, that is. And they're supposed to be doing two, but yet still, lines are dead. Well then, I did hear about can, we talk to your, can we talk to your agent? Like, what's, 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 what's agent doing? I don't know what's happening. But then I was like, okay, <laughs> everyone's, everyone just blames COVID in it. Like, okay, yeah, so. Yeah. Everything's postponed, so yeah, we'll see. Okay. Oh, me again, okay. Yeah, come um, on. What are you watching right now? <laughs> I'm watching, obviously I'm watching Small Axe. I just finished watching Rap Game UK. Uh, Did you watch the final? No. Yeah, I watched it yesterday, yeah. Do you, do you want to know who won? I don't think I you have watched, watched any part of the... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he, was, he was a worthy winner. Yeah, yeah, worthy <laughs> winner, worthy winner. But I don't think that was the right top three. You don't think so? I think zones, yeah. Yeah, you weren't feeling um. Who was else in the top three? Misha. Misha. You don't think? I feel. I feel like she improved, even though she improved. But like there were other, and it was annoying because there were other guys there who were so talented, but they clearly. And I think it was a deliberate thing. Like they were like, let me not put you in the top three because you're so talented, but you think you're so good that you don't even try that hard. Can't even yeah. remember your lines. Yeah, Droid. Is it Droid? Droid. Yeah. He's, he was so good. He's super talented, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But yeah, Rap Game UK is a good one. Anything else? Call my agent. I was just telling Oh my that. gosh. I love that show. I love that show. I was literally just speaking to really? a producer friend of mine about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. It's one of my favorite shows, yeah. What season are you on? Just started three. 
Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just had Juliet Binoche in. Okay. Cans. One more season coming. Um, so done. I'm just going to talk to Tyson. <laughs> I you don't, don't watch TV, quickly. I do watch clearly. stuff. I'm just very super busy. You've seen small lights, so that's good. Exactly. I've seen all five as well. Well done. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously, I'm watching His Dark Materials. Oh, my God. Hold on. Sorry. Sorry. Yes, I had a question and I didn't finish writing it about His Dark Materials. You're in His Dark Materials. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your character. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I'm in this that materials. The second season. Yeah, I, play, I play a queen. A queen witch, Rita Scardi. I watched oh. the first season. I haven't um, got into the second one just yet. What's it like being a part of like a big old franchisee type BBC yeah. massive thing when they got money? Yeah, off? yeah it's different. The sets, like, it's crazy. Yeah, the, yeah it is. It's, ama- it's actually amazing what they do, like, because obviously it's, fa- it's fantasy, so something like I've not done before in that way. Mm. And every, basically everything was in a studio. Well, 90% of the stuff was in a studio in Wales. And they would build whole worlds. They build a whole town. They built a whole town. Oh, wow. Wow. And it's like incredible. And we went on this like, we went on this little tour around it. And the detail, like everything works. You'd believe it was a town, but they wanted, because there are specific like elements of it, the fact that it's not in our world. So yeah. they needed to make it different, but. Yeah, it is a it's different dollars like it is. Tell a little bit about your character. Like, what do what what's happening for your character this in this um season? Yeah, so uh, so my character is the queen of a the clan of witches called Lake Lubanas. The witches have these lakes, and um, Mm. each there's like a a queen of each of each lake, as it were. And Seraphina Pecola, who you meet in the first season, Mm. is the witch queen of another lake. And basically, at the beginning of this. She's holding a, a like a council for the witches, and um, my character flies in and says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! There's a there's a witch being tortured over there by the magisterium, which is basically like awful. Just yeah. like, it is basically just lone white guys who government the power, yeah, government. <laughs> and um, and they're like they're taught they're trying to get a secret out of a witch, and so I'm like I'm gonna go in there and sort it. Who's with me? And they're like, um, we don't normally we don't normally get involved in human matters. Mm-hmm. with witches and she's like nah so she goes off and and does the thing nice. does the thing herself so she's a very much a doer she doesn't like to just sit around and talk about stuff she wants to get get things done there's something about black folks in period dramas all of a sudden that i like and i dislike mm. <laughs> sometimes it's like the authenticity great this is great we need representation and visibility it's fine and though this is fantasy whatever whatever but it's um, when I watched the first season, I was a bit like, mm. okay, but you spent a long time saying we didn't exist and now all of a sudden we're here. So it's a bit like reprogramming the mind. Did it ever feel a bit surreal seeing people of colour in this kind of period fantasy drama? Well, I think because like m- basically all that first season is kind of in one world mm. and it is in a, which is basically basically like hair but old yeah yeah <laughs> but but in this in this time we go through different literally different worlds the argument doesn't this isn't the world we know there are witches who fly and there are other things do you know what i mean and, oh, yeah, true. and i kind of think that as soon as you go into fantasy then all of that stuff i'm like don't matter don't matter yeah fair all right, so the final question before we go to a game. I'm apologizing to you for an advice. <laughs> okay, we'll discuss it in a minute. All right, so 
there is an image of you. It's in oh black. God. Don't worry. It's in oh. black. It's in black and white, and you're looking pensive. And there is a quote that comes with it. <laughs> and that quote represents you. Like, what's what is your mantra? What is your knowledge for the gram, as a queer calls it? You came up with that line. I did not come. Drop some that. knowledge for the gram. That's the title. <laughs> Oh, the way she says it, you know it's her. It was not. I <laughs> don't speak like that. Um, well, something that I always say, and I try to live by, is PMA, positive mental attitude. Oh, I see. And it's more of a, an aim mm. to try and go into things positively, and then whatever the outcome is, you haven't gone in there with the with the wrong mind. Set. Sure. That's fine. No, Leon yeah. should do that a lot more. What's that? Oh. You know, should, mm-hmm. no, I'm tired. Especially when it comes to this game that I'm about to... I'm <laughs> there you go. Masses. Positive mental attitude. I came up with this game, Jade. It's the best freaking game you're ever going to play in your whole entire life. I'm positive. That like, I'm excited. <laughs> no, be excited. Okay, so it's so exclusive. It hasn't got a title that's proper just yet. It's called Nameless TV Show Movie Game Show. <laughs> okay. Um, oh. Read the rules. Oh, sorry. Okay, so um, <laughs> we're going to obviously give you a, a film or TV show, and we're going to give you clues behind them. So, What's the, f- the theme of this one? Oh, I forgot what it was. Um... <laughs> the theme of these films or TV shows are based because of um, you being in cleaning show things. Um, it's based <laughs> on shows that feature hired help or cleaning. It's a theme. Oh, for crying out loud! Okay, it's really easy. Right. So you're gonna get clues for each one. You get four clues each, and a, and a call a friend, which will be me. Traitor. Gone. So the first clue will be a word that's in the title. One word. Could be one word or, or two more. words. Sometimes it's syllables if it's only one word in the title, but mm-hmm. I think you'll be okay this time. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, <clears throat> clue two will be how many words are in the actual title. Okay. Clue three will be a, a word that describes the project. And clue four will be uh, something that describes the character in the project. Okay. It's really easy. It's not easy. I don't know. I'm, I'm bad at games. I, my, my like memory recalls. Horrible. Fine. Well, you've got you've got to call a friend, but you know you have to attempt at least a couple of tries anyway. Okay. Okay. First Let's one. See. Let's go. It's really exciting. Um, <clears throat> the first word we're going to give you is maids. Maids. Maids is in the t- in the title of the project. Yeah, that's one word from the title of the project. Maids. Maids plural. Yes. Maids plural. Mm, I can think of bear with just singular maid in the title, but no. Um, I need another clue, please. Okay. There are two words in the title. There are two words in the title. Oh. I, no, do you know what? I love Jay's face drop. Her face is like, what? Is that the clue? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Drop. Is what? it? Oh, is it The Maids? No. No, no but there's a, there's a play called The Maids, so I thought there might be a film version. No. No. I, I'm not even going to lie to you, I, I don't know this project. Well... That's where you're... So when you call... And it's a film or a TV show? It's a TV show. We can give you that. Okay. Yes, it is. My daughter loved it. I thought it was quite silly. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've absolutely no idea. Do you want the third clue? Yes, please. Okay, hold on. I just moved away from the thing because I was going to tell Leon what it is. Okay, so the third, mm, see, the third clue is shenanigans. Now, this right. is the vibe of the show. Shenanigans. That's shenanigans. I just like saying <laughs> shenanigans. Oh, is it? Oh, is it the show with lots of people with loads of hair? Couldn't actually tell you that, and I don't think you've got it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, shenanigans. I've never heard of this one. Yes. Have I, uh, do you know what? I don't, can I phone a friend? Oh, wait. Do no, I only get no. once to phone a friend? Yeah, once no, to phone a friend, no. and you need to. You can call your friend as many times. I'm just letting you know this time when you do call your friends, it might go to voicemail because <laughs> I have no idea what this project is. Uh, but I'll, t- I'll see if I can give you a clue. Go on. Yes, please. Um, it's oh wow, Latina, as in J Lo's in it. She's no. not actually, but she is in it. No, she's not. But people of her ilk are in this series. Her heritage, she shares the heritage of majority of the cast of this. I, I don't think I know that this show exists. Okay, let's give you the fourth clue and see if you can get. And if you can't, well, I wah <laughs> Um, <laughs> a Hispanic woman goes into. Sorry, a Hispanic woman gets into nonsense with all her colleagues. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that is the clue. That, that's this uh, is the quiz. Gets into nonsense with all of her colleagues. Nothing's. Let me make something up. Okay. I've, no. Okay, let me just tell you. Devious maids. No, I don't know what that is. You've never heard. I can't. Tyson in the back. Have you? No? No one, no one. It was a, very popular. In a 50 just mile the other, radius knows this show. Sure. Okay, clue two. Let's get on to clue. We're running out of time, I guess. It's like, number two. This nope. is a great game though, isn't it, Jade? It's a really fun game. Thanks. <laughs> PMA. 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 Uh, <laughs> the word in, the word from this title is in. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Wait, it's all about, wait, you said it's all about what was the theme of all of them about, like, hide help or whatever? Yeah, you know this answer. It's easy. Super easy. It's, it's easy-ish. You've even given... If okay, hey, that's enough. She hasn't called you yet. <laughs> Chill out. The wow. word that we're giving you is in. Would you like your second clue? Yes, please. There were three words in the title. Three words in the title. Yes. Made in Manhattan. Yes. I'm yeah. clapping because... Spirits have taken me and I'm really... PMA. PMA. Right. Okay. Number three. I'm on this. I I literally haven't seen this either. Nobody has. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Word that we're going to give you is the. Cool. Yeah. Oh! The help. No, you haven't seen it. What do you say? Just move on. (laughs) Now, what was your reasoning for saying no when you said the help? Because I think you, one of you said you hadn't seen it, and that would be crazy. Okay, yeah, 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 exactly. I feel like you're annoying me. <laughs> second clue, please. <laughs> uh, oh, did you ask for the second clue? Sorry. Um, yes, please. There are three words in the title. This is really. Come on, you can get this. So three words. One of them is the. Yes. You can get this. You, you, have, you don't even know what it is. Uh, no, no, I need another clue, please. <clears throat> uh, clue three is. This is this is about the project. This is. Yeah, theme of the project is scars. Scars. Scars? Yes. Mm. Scars. 
god <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i just don't think ne- we've seen it, but it's next fine. one next one next one next week next uh the final clue is a woman decides to make everyone feel her pain that's their hollywood films yeah, yeah. no okay. can i find a friend please I mean, you're not supposed to phone after the last clue, but you can. Oh, it, are you not? It's fine. Go and call him and see what he's going to say. <laughs> I mean... You're on it? Oh. it um, it's got... <laughs> so you know you've done a project about this type of thing, right? Yeah. It's got that one... It's got a word in the title that's in that family. I mean, you could just Google. What? It's that. <laughs> no, but I mean the project that... I know, but... It's... Nobody has seen this. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a, a, it's a horror film. Oh, I don't look at horror. Okay, okay, it's over now. The cleaning lady. It's a horror. Look it That's up. That's not a show. It's film and TV. Uh, I don't know that one. I've never heard of this in my life. I mean, to be fair, I got the one that I know exists, yeah. so I'm happy. Okay, you'll, you'll get the next two. And oh gosh, I've lost it. Where is it gone? Don't worry, I know what that one is. Yeah, but what? It was a syllable. Yeah, though. it was a syllable. Okay. <laughs> So this one, um, it's for some reason it's syllable and not word <laughs> because it's, it's a syllable and title. Hopefully, you'll be able. There's only to, one word. No, no, it's two words. But I understand why she would have given it a syllable. So you're just gonna give away clues now. You've just given the second clue oh, yeah, first. Sorry, my bad. <sighs> All right. So the clue, the syllable clue is fire. Think Bari. The syllable. Oh wait, whoa, whoa. the syllable. So fire is in a word. Correct. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is hard. You know, it's really not. It's really simple. Best game ever. PMA. (laughs) Can I have another another clue, please? Oh, you've already had. Go on. Well, I've had. There are two words words in the title, and it's fire. But fire is only part of one word. Fire yes. is part of a word. Fire. Fire. Sam, Sam fire. What words have fire in it? Fire. I fire. mean, is it a word or is it a name? I don't know. It might not be a word. I don't think that's a word, is it? Not in life. It's it's a word. Sapphire. No. no that. It's, but it's... well done, but no. <laughs> Good effort. So another game. Um, campfire. Well, that, no, but... Campfire is an actual word. Yes, but this Think is of, all right. It's a name. Oh my days! Oh, that doesn't help. It's a surname. That... But not like a. It's definitely not a um, traditional surname. Never heard of it in my life until this movie. Have I seen this movie? Yes, everyone has. Have seen I heard of it? Have yeah. I heard of it? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Really? Yes. Yeah. It'll be annoying when everybody you get it. in this whole wide world has seen. Oh, can I? Can I have another clue or phone a friend or something? Phone a friend. Um, <laughs> phone a friend. We need to give Jay some points, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm doing bad, isn't it? No. Yeah, hard topic. A hard topic. It is, no. It no. Um, I feel like I've just give you a proper clue because um, Robin, Robin Williams. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. That's correct. That's correct. Wait, where's the help? What? He came oh, to she... Oh, yeah. He came it in was as a maid of sorts, yeah. right? A nanny. Oh yeah. Help. Nan- Hired help. 
Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. You're I right. am. I didn't think I am. Of course you're right. It's your game. Best, best game ever, and mm-hmm. I'm right. So the no, final that was one, good. That was the good. final one, there's still more, and to be fair, it's really annoying, but um, the, fa- la- the final one, first clue, the. You're going to get this. The help. Thank you. Yes. Hey! <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> well that ended on a high. Definitely ended on a high. Um, that gives you... Nine points. Oh wow, you all done. Oh, really? Drawn with Zachary Momo, Rachel Delahaye, and Teresa Coco. Well done. Oh wait, wait. Was it Destiny that got nine points? Maybe Destiny. I think it was Destiny. No, Destiny got eleven. Definitely. All right, cool. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, man. Aquaria gave you really hard ones. Like, no, two, I did not skip projects that no one heard of. I mean, that's yeah. like, I'm on a par with some serious writers there, so I'm happy. They yeah. should know their stuff. To be fair, it's not my fault if you guys don't watch things. You haven't even seen Because, <laughs> I mean... That first guys... one, no. That first one, no. Oh, DBS Maze, it was like, Google it. You're going to see all the news and the press about it. It's very popular. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very popular. Okay, so we've got our final, final, final thing that we've got to do, like, in four seconds. It's called the process, and basically, we get everyone that comes to our circle to tell a story, to continue a story that's already been started. This story has been on a bit of a journey. I don't even know if we've got time to give you the backstory, but um, we shall try. Yeah. Or should we just do it from Zachary's bit? I the, think I can summarize. I, I think I can summarize. Right, okay, so basically, the story is right, and you've got to continue it to, and leave off wherever you want to leave off. The gods in the world are mad up in the godlands. So you've got the African gods, you've got the Greek gods, you've got the Haitian gods, you've got every single god, probably Nordic gods too. All the <laughs> gods are vexed and with how earth is being run because the humans are stupid. So basically, they've decided to come down to earth and sort everybody out. But they've all got their own separate missions and they're supposed to work together, but everyone's like, no, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So we've got um, this god called Shango, who's a Nigerian god of destruction. Sure. Fine. Who You know... He's our, he's our antagonist for sure basically and um so there's this sculptor called tosin tosin yeah mm-hmm. she has got like a studio and she's got all these sculptures and the gods somehow managed to enter the world through them now shango escapes and ends up being a producer on 90 day fiance simply because as he escaped no that's it he doesn't escape this is long and wrong <laughs> basically but Toss- it's strong but it's strong <laughs> Tossin, Tossin's brother is a contestant on um, 90 Day Fiance and as a result as they're filming and you know his life in reality and stuff like that they go to her studio and one of the producers gets a bit light fingered takes one of the statues that happens to be Shango in statue he breaks out of his statue into the producer's home commands the producer's wife and sends the producer to his cupboard or whatever and then becomes a director of 90 day fiance that's <laughs> happening there so he's tempted by the sins of the flesh of the people and then as a, as a side note we've got angel gabriel who was frozen in ice by that one i don't know shango i think or somebody frozen in ice in heaven and now he's broken out and he's been sent on a mission to what why I, I think his whole thing is to kind of go, get back to where the gods are. Right. So he's been he's been on Earth for a really long time, and he he wants to get back to where the gods are. Um, and he ends up in a strip club. Yeah. Um, and as he goes into the strip club, he begins to lose the power in his wings. Right. He doesn't he doesn't actually notice this at this point. Mm-hmm. Then he is, uh, I guess, enamored with a particular stripper who takes him to a back room, where there is another stripper called Red Label. Red Label. Or was it Magnum Red Wine? I can't remember. No, that was the other one. Red Label was the one that seduces him. Right. 
um, Red Label seduces him to a point of him losing all of his wings. And then she grows wings in return. So now she has these newfound powers. So she leaves the strip club and she exercises his powers on a guy who tries to attack her and she kind of sucks the life out of him. And she's like, oh, I can get used to this. Mm -hmm. So she ends up going home. She goes home and all of a sudden, certain weird things are happening. She has she lives with a a, a group of cats. <laughs> a group of okay. cats. A group of cats like they're a crew. Yeah. 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 They're her cats, because she's a cat lady, basically. So, so crew. And they <laughs> end up forming behind her into a person. Oi. Shongo. Oh. Yeah, yes. yeah, you remember that part? Yeah. Yes. Um is Oh right. yes. Yeah. So yeah, ah, yeah, that yeah. Is true. Come on that now, true. come on you. now. Thank you. Yeah, Shango. Oh, she said Shango. I yeah, Shango. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Thanks. these cats, sorry, um, attack her, mauling her to death, and she oh, the only God. power she's got is to bring herself to life. So, the cats form to become Shango, but she uses the last bit of her power to bring herself to life. But she's now normal, and Shango is Shango. And this is where we've left it. Shango are kind of like a, not necessarily a face-off, but they're Let both. me just read the last sentence that Zachary gave. This being from fetal position is just black, starts to morph into a standing position. She's cowering. And then this being stands up straight, seven foot black. And he turns over his left shoulder and says, I am Shango Shango. The, that, that, that last um, word wasn't true. His, his name is Shongo. <laughs> Shongo Shango. I like Shongo Shango. Sorry. I like Shongo Shango. Right, so Jade, pick up from this. Oh, wonderful my days. Thanks. Uh, so. Okay. Shongo Shango. Okay. Naked, literally, as the day he was born today. <laughs> <laughs> Opens the door onto the street. The sun is blazing hot. He walks down the middle of the road, soaking in this, his newfound form as cars drive into him and through him. Mm-hmm. It's as if no one can see him. No one seems bothered. He laughs and laughs and goes in search of food. But enough. Is that it? <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Fine. It'll make us easy to recap with the next guest. I bet some people have written like whole novels. No, literally, literally, we have had um, scenes. This is this is this is an epic film series. Yes. <laughs> um, adapted book play. <laughs> <laughs> slash adapted web series. Book play, slash web series from TV show. <laughs> slash um, children's book. Yeah, children's book for sure. Did you say he's looking for food? Yeah, he's looking for yeah, food. Yeah, he's gone in search of food. Jade, thank you. Do you know what's so funny? Well, go on. Everybody always like says their story with this real like deep dark voice, like yeah. and then and then. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's very dramatic in telling this story. Yeah. Um. But yeah. That's thank it. you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Awesome. I appreciate that. It's very nice very, one, guys. And I'm so glad to have spoken to you because I feel like it's long overdue. Yeah, definitely, man. It's nice to chat to you both. Yeah, and For thank real. you so much. Where can we find you? At Jade Anuka. That's it. All platforms. All platforms. Are you on all platforms? Well, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Yeah, those are the main ones, really. You're and then, oh, and, uh, and on YouTube as well. You're not on MySpace. 
<laughs> I used to be. I don't know what my name is. Is that still alive? Like, if I, I, found, no. if I could find out what my, my username was, you God. would hear some things. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, well, that's it. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Jay. For being on the nice show. Time. We appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Take Bye. care. Bye. 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 Bye.